Hi, I'm Isabella. Hi, I'm Bethany. And, and we, we are the, the co-founders of Soul Besties. We named our podcast Soul Besties because we are two Southern girls who have been friends for a long time and love boba tea. When we sit down and record a podcast, we're most likely enjoying some kind of boba tea with it. And we hope you will fix some tea too and join us for this episode. guys to join us again we are talking about advent this is isabella here um this is our sixth episode which i was like oh my goodness i cannot believe that it is the sixth episode yeah this is bethany guys we are very excited um, because now it's coming close to christmas and we get to talk about advent um, and that's something that we have been planning for a while to yes. get to talk about this topic. So I think that kind of makes it extra exciting. Um, but now it's here for us to talk about. Yes, yeah, super exciting. So do you want me to start with uh, the Bible verse? Yes, that would be great. So our key verse we're pulling from the She Reads Truth uh, Christmas Advent book. Um, if you haven't seen our social media... Um, and you don't know, we are doing the She Reads Truth Advent book for this year, um, which is called Joy of Every Longing Heart. We'll talk about that more after the key verse. Yeah. But um, anyway, so that's kind of context here. So we picked uh, a verse from this week's reading that was just really stood out to us and was something that we want to remember as we're going through this Christmas season thinking about Advent, thinking about preparing our hearts for this season. So, key verse is Colossians chapter 1, verses 21 through 23. So if you have your Bibles open, open up to Colossians chapter 1, 21 through 23. And it says, Once you were alienated and hostile in your minds, as expressed in your evil actions. But now he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him. If indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard, this gospel has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and I, Paul, have become a servant of it. So here it's, it's talking about he has reconciled you, referring to Jesus right. for a little context. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I'm glad we put that out there. Um, and every single time I hear this verse, I'm just like, wow, because I I kind of break it down in three parts. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about Jesus um, is now reconciled in his body um, of flesh by his death in order to present us holy and blameless to himself. And then the third part is just for us, That's it's our responsibility to not shift from the hope of the gospel that we have heard. And so I kind of break it down in those three steps because obviously Jesus came down um, and died on the cross for us, saved, for, saved us um, from our sin. And because of that, he can present us holy. 
Um, and then we have a responsibility and, and we have to be obedient. Um, and I think when I was reading this um, day, which is day two um, in, in the She Reads Truth Advent book, I was like, ooh, am I, am I remaining grounded and steadfast in the faith? And am I not shifting away from the hope? Because I think at times it is difficult when you are going through hard times to remain grounded. Um, but again, that is the call that Jesus is, is, is telling us to do is because I came to die on the cross for you, therefore you need to continue steadfast um, and, and, you know, pray and seek me in everything and really hope, continue to hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously like Christmas season, we want to be hopeful. It's a fun season. Um, yeah. and so this is such a good time to like read this verse and, you know, just let it really like penetrate my heart, um, in a way that I was like, Ooh, I really, I really need to, to seek, seek that hope and, and, um, just remember that I can't shift away from it. Yeah, um, when I look at this verse, it just reminds me of kind of a promise from God. Mm. And um, I don't know if, if, if you've ever done this, Isabel, or anybody listening, but um, sometime in high school, I think, I was at some Bible study, and they suggested whenever you see a promise from God, put a P by it and circle it. Oh. And then, like, everywhere in your Bible, you can see, like, all the different promises of God kind of thing. And this is one of those moments I would have marked with, like, a P, particularly verse 22, thinking about um, that, you know, because of Jesus's death, um, we can become holy, faultless, and blameless before him. Mm. That's a promise. Because I think, you know, a lot of the time, and we, you know, even touched on this in our worthiness episode, but we don't feel like we're good enough. We don't mm. feel like we're holy. And of course, we are sinful people. So we're, we're not perfect. Right. But because of Jesus, we can be made whole. We can be made perfect. We can you know, be faultless, um, blameless before him. And I feel like that's such a reassuring thing. It is also like a hopeful thing Mm -hmm. of like being reminded, you know what, even I make other mistakes in the future that I may really regret. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I'm, even though I'm trying as hard as I can to do the right thing. Yeah. But you know what, Jesus can still make me holy and faultless and, and blameless. Yeah. Um, and that is so reassuring to me, um, to like keep trying, you know, (laughs) and that gives me like hope, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I love Um, that. And also, you know, verse 21 even stood out with me a lot because it's kind of like you said, like that before Mm -hmm. thing of like, how was I before, um, the struggles that I had, maybe the, the things that were going on in my mind. And even when I struggle now with, contemplating what to do or just feeling very maybe weak in my mind um, of making, you know, good choices or whatever. Um, But then, you know what, but Jesus died for me anyway. Mm. Um, And such a like reassuring thing. And then, yeah, then it gives us the action, like go stay grounded, remain steadfast. Don't shift away from that hope. Mm. And it's super timely, too, because we just finished week one of Advent. And um, if for any of our listeners that have done like the Advent wreath at church, um, the first week is hope. Yeah. And Isabel and I have always grown up with whatever church we went to. 
they had an advent wreath and they would light one candle every night or every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, church normally you only see it on Sundays. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if you had it in your home, you could light it like every night yeah. for that week. So the first week's candle is hope. And that's kind of what we're seeing here yeah. too with this yeah. verse, which is just kind of a cool, um, maybe coincidence thing. <laughs> Or maybe planned out by the authors of yeah. the series Truth, but I love that. <laughs> Probably so. And mm-hmm. I, I I was taking notes, um, you know, for the day two. Um, and then I wrote on here, he is our longing hope. Like, mm-hmm. he, we are longing for Jesus. Like, that. that's what we're doing is we're longing for hope. We're longing for, for us to be faultless and blameless before him. And, you know, the new heaven... Um, and him coming back, like we're longing for all of that because this world is just broken and, you know, we have to almost long for something better, for something more. And Jesus has promised us that Mm -hmm. him coming and dying on the cross for us and going back and sitting at the right hand of the father, like that is where our hope lies is there. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to be longing for. And, you know, I think again, when we live this life, we're going through things here. Um, our flesh just gets the best of us, and we forget that 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 this is on our home. Like we mm-hmm. are longing for something so much better, so much. Like we're never gonna have sorrow. We're not gonna hurt. We're not gonna be in pain. There's not gonna be sickness. There is a hope that we're longing for. And when you were talking about, you know, we were dead, but now we're alive in Christ. You know, it, it just resonates so well with me because, you know, there have been times in my life where I have not followed the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, in that season of my life because whatever the case was, but it is so beautiful that he still wants to pursue after us and wants to continue to say, I died for your sins. I died for that mistake. And he's not going to turn you away because you did X, Y, and Z. Like he still loves you. Yeah. Um, and again, I just want to remind everyone of that. Like Jesus still loves you still in this season of your life. And he just wants you to run after, after him and, and long for that hope that is, Mm -hmm him in heaven and having that eternal life yeah you know I feel like um since we're going to be talking about advent we should talk a little bit about what is advent yeah maybe um sharing a little bit about our own experiences with advent or what are we doing this year for advent or things like that so um maybe Isabella you want to start a little bit with just telling us a little bit about what is advent yeah Um, So Advent um, actually comes from the Latin word, um, and it it means like arrival. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we are just preparing our hearts for the arrival of Jesus. Um, And, you know, what She Reads Truth talks about, it's like that Jesus came, obviously Christmas Day, you want to say, but like we also are longing for him to come a second time. And so we're Mm -hmm. also like preparing our hearts for that second arrival. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think in every, um, maybe family or in every church, like Advent may look a little different. Yeah. Um, we grew up in a church where every week we would have like a weekly time to talk about Advent. Mm -hmm. So we would have an Advent wreath and it has five candles and, um, each week is a different candle. Um, the first week is hope. 
The second week is peace. The next week is love and then joy. And then on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, if we didn't have church on Christmas Day, we light the candle in the middle, which right. is white, and it represents Christ. So we celebrate that basically on, on Jesus's birthday, right. on the day that he is born or the day that represents that the he, day yeah, that he was born. Right. Um, and so each week we have these themes and then we would like read Bible verses related to that during the service. Like maybe the songs would be kind of related to that. Maybe the sermon would be related to like we just finished week one, hope. This Sunday was peace. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of probably a tradition that we both had yeah. growing up yeah. um, with Advent. But then also, you know, you can celebrate Advent in your homes, mm-hmm. like Isabel and I are doing this year, where right. we're, we're reading Advent, we're reading the She Reads Truth books um, with our family who that are in our homes. And um, we're doing like a little devotional every day, kind of leading up. And, and like Isabella said, too, to kind of prepare our hearts mm-hmm. for... Christmas Day, and I think of Advent as like a really special time because um, I I think I get so much more out of like Christmas, yeah, and even like Christmas parties or whatever when I have been kind of doing stuff to prepare my heart for Christmas, yeah, you know. So um, by reading all of the scripture and you know thinking more deeply about why did Jesus come, why are we celebrating this season it kind of keeps your focus on Christ. I mean, it, you know, Christmas is about Jesus. It's not about the gifts we buy or the decorations we have or the Christmas parties we go to, even though all of those things are fun and it doesn't mean we can't do them. Right. But it's just, you know, I think this helps keep me grounded in like, this is the real reason for the season. And I've actually found that it's kind of come up in conversation a good bit too, as like people are talking about what are they doing for Christmas and I'll talk about Advent, and people are like, oh, what is that? Mm. <laughs> so it's been a fun conversation to have. And for the theme of, of the She Reads Truth book, they kind of centered it around a song. So even if you're not doing the study, would totally recommend to listen to this song. It's called Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. And so they split up the lyrics of the song, and each week we focus on one little like line or two of the song. And I love that. This is a, a song that I have heard before, but it was definitely not on my like repertoire of Christmas songs I sing all the time. Right. You know, yeah. like this was something kind of would think it like Catholic mass they're gonna sing. <laughs> <laughs> and not so much like in my church growing up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so um but I wanted to share some of the lyrics from the song because I I was when I read it, because sometimes we sing stuff too and you don't think about the words that much. Um, and so, but when I read the lyrics to come thou long expected Jesus, it just really touched me. And yeah. it was like, mm, I really identify with this, especially the first verse. So I'm just going to share the first verse today. And then maybe like next episode, we'll share the second one or something. Um, but the first verse says, come thou long expected Jesus born to set thy people free from our fears and sins. Release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. And that last little part is what the Bible studies call right. 
Um, but even you were talking about longing earlier. Yeah. And it made me think of like that first line, come thou long expected Jesus. Yeah. That longing for Jesus to come, that longing for us to get to Christmas Day and celebrate and anticipate the season and look forward to the season. Um, and you know what? Yes, I want Jesus to set me free. Um, I want that freedom. And that was the lesson that really stood out to me this week was like day five and it talking about setting us free from, yeah. from freedom um, and set us free from our fears, from our sins, release us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, I can't, I can't even wait till we like go more in depth on that phrase because that really resonates with me. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of fears that I find myself having all the time and I have to pray about. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that keeps me from doing things I think for the Lord yeah. and like doing what I need to be doing because I'm scared, Yeah. you know? So, um, I, I don't know, just all of these things like, you know, that God gave Israel strength, like he can give us strength. I just, um, I just really love the lyrics of this song and I'm really excited. Like we're going to delve into these lyrics more. Um, I love songs anyway, so yeah. it makes me very excited to hear a song. Um, but I very much encourage you guys to like find a version of the song and listen to it. Um, because I just thought this, the lyrics of the song were really, really good. And this is a very overlooked Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I really had actually never heard it. Okay. Um, and I so heard that... it before, but I, I thought of it as very you know, formal high church kind of yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, well, I had, again, I had never heard of it. And so, you know, we, we played it um, the first time that uh, my family and I sat down to read Advent. And I was like, wow, this is really good. Um, and the lyrics, I mean, they're just beautiful. And mm-hmm. so I think that it's probably on top of my list now of um, beautiful Christmas hymns. So I'm thankful that this hymn was brought to our attention um, as well because it has really great lyrics. And I think She Reads Truth is doing a good job breaking it down. And um, I'm just thankful for their ministry um, and, you know, us being able to do this Advent. And I think, you know, as you were talking about Advent and I was thinking about, like, how I grew up and everything, you know, we didn't have, like, an Advent book, I would say, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, or like sat down every day and, and read like a little devotional. Uh, I mean, aside from like what they would do at church, the, the candles or whatnot. Um, but I'm going to be honest, you know, I don't think I ever really understood Advent season or like even the candles. Um, and like, I don't ever, I, I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I mean, this is just like a tradition, but like the last few years, God has really touched my heart about like, no, Advent season is important because again, it reminds you of that um, arrival of Jesus and it literally, your heart posture, the whole like Christmas, like month of December is just like every single day you're reminded of why Jesus came um, on, on the earth and, and to save us, um, from, from our sins. And again, it just leads up to, um, Christmas day and it's just changed like my life. And 
I would even say changed like my family's life because we've been doing this together and we just sit around and we pass the book around and mm-hmm. we all kind of like read different scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool because we all have different takeaways from the scripture. And yeah. so we learn from each other what like God is teaching us individually. And then, you know, we read the devotional that is with the scripture um, and we have like this long discussion about what, what God is teaching us. And I think that, you know, it's really helped us, number one, like just our heart posture towards Jesus and align our hearts for that longing hope that does come, you know, like Christmas Day um, when Jesus was born. Um, and then two, like just it has allowed us this Christmas season to like get closer to each other, mm-hmm. like just have like... Okay, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, that's our designated, like, advent time. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, that's what we're going to do. And it's just been so precious to be able to have that time with my family um, and, you know, learn from each other and just see what the Lord is teaching us. And, I mean, like, Colombian has this tradition, like, the Colombians have this tradition where they, like, read out of a book. And it's the same book every year Mm -hmm. um and so I kind of grew up doing that a little bit um and then what I really love about the Colombian tradition is that the book itself has like little inserts of like um like sing this song um together and so you would like sing this song together with your family and like we would have like little like um what are they called the little like a shaker yeah it's not like a shaker or whatever like different little instruments okay and we would like pass it to every percussion yes like yeah yeah, to our families and we'd like sing it together and again as a teenager it's just like fun to go over somebody's house and like go eat food and like hang out with my cousins and stuff so I didn't really like take it as seriously but again I just treasure that um you know, this season and just thinking, man, that was so fun. And I want to continue like with our family when we have kids, like, mm-hmm. and I don't even have like have people over for Advent, like y'all come over, yeah. like today we're doing Advent, you know, yeah. bring your people and like make a little party out of it because we should be celebrating. Like this yeah. is such a fun time, um, you know, as we're like close to, to Christmas and Christmas is just fun. All, mm-hmm. all the things about it. But <laughs> again, like you were saying, the most important thing is Jesus. Um, cause he's the reason for the season. Yeah. Right. And so again, I think it's really important, um, for us to align our hearts. Um, and I mean, I think it's different ways that you can do little cute things like the wreath and the candles. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam and I do like a little, advent calendar with like chocolates in it and so like when we finish our little advent we'll go eat our little chocolate we'll alternate you know every day (laughs) who gets to eat the chocolate yeah um oh my gosh one year ellie ate our advent calendar and you know dogs can't have chocolate so we were really sad (laughs) she was fine um but anyways i just thought man that was that was terrible of her to do that she found it and she ate her advent calendar. <laughs> well, I had grown up celebrating Advent, like, as a kid, which I know I've told you a little bit about. But um, my parents and I would kind of sit down and do a devotional almost every night. Maybe not every single night, but almost every night in December. And um, we went through different books. Like, sometimes it was a Bible study book. Sometimes it was, like, a, 
a story and then it would have like a scripture with the story. So like every night you're reading a part of the story and then at the end, like the story wrapped up um, and you were like learning a life lesson through the story and you're reading scripture. Um, sometimes the Advent books would have like activities, like especially when I was real young. Yeah. Um, it would have stuff like do this coloring sheet, like make this craft and like even like things like doing stuff for other people, like go make cookies and give them to your neighbors and tell them Merry Christmas. Cool. Yeah. Or like, I remember one year we took some snacks or something to like the police office because this was like an idea in the Advent book. That's cool. Um, so like thank people in your community for their yeah. work or something, you know. And so um, there were different activities that it would have like every day to do. And I especially enjoyed the activities. It was very memorable. Mm. I remember making my own like nativity set one year. Where, like, every day you would, like, paint or color, like, a nativity character. If you don't know what a nativity is, it's, like, the Christmas scene. Like, baby Jesus, Mary, Joseph, maybe a barn to represent, like, where Jesus was born. Maybe some animals, shepherds, wise men. You know, all the characters, basically. Um, and so... That's, like, one of my kind of fun memories of yeah. Advent. And I always thought that was so special to have that time together. So through the years, Peter and I have done different things for our Advent time. Um, one year, though, that sticks out to me is one time we were reading kind of a prayer request book every night. And we focused on, like, missions. And so the booklet had different mission things that were going on all over the world and like specific things to pray for the missionaries about. And I thought it was like a really good time because like if you've grown up Southern Baptist, December is our Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Right. That's when we give money for international missions particularly. And so I always think of like international missions and like Christmas time, like kind of together because of that. And so um, we did that little like prayer booklet um, and so that year we didn't do a devotional every night, but we would read about missions every night together and pray together. And that was mm. such a neat time to like pray together. It was actually during COVID in 2020. <laughs> and we were like, we got to do something special for this year because we were kind of sad. We weren't like seeing people really yeah, during the holidays. <clears throat> and so um, that was though something that was like a really neat uh, memory and even I've done like virtual Bible studies with people during Advent season when yeah. I lived away from friends. Um, you know, doing something like this kind of booklet. Um, I've always tried to have something though that I'm reading, and I feel like years that I have skipped that. You know, I just didn't feel like it was Christmas as much because I didn't prepare myself for mm -hmm. Christmas, and I do feel like it kind of helped me prepare. Um, but another tradition I thought about as you were sharing as well was we spent a Christmas in China before, Peter and I as a married couple, and so I wanted to share our Christmas traditions with our family. So I brought a Christmas Advent wreath, which I know a lot of time people don't do in their homes necessarily, but I thought I really wanted to share like the Advent wreath tradition with Peter's family. So we did kind of like you mentioned, like whoever was over at nighttime. So even if it was like other relatives or just whoever, we'd be like, okay, it's time for Advent. We're going to light the Advent candles. We're going to sing some Christmas songs and like read from the Bible. Do you want to join us? Mm. <laughs> and then we would use it as like an opportunity to explain the Advent wreath, like what are different things, different elements of it represent. 
Um, we would learn Christmas songs together in Chinese, like everybody looking on their phone for some lyrics. That's cute. <laughs> and um, we had a little devotional guide that like had some scriptures for each day. So we just, you know, whatever days we could sit around and do it, we would do it. And I think it was a neat way to be able to kind of share the gospel, share about Jesus with others. And it also feel kind of natural, you know, mm-hmm. too, because people looked at the wreath and they're like, well, what is that? Um, and so it kind of naturally became yeah. like a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you about it. <laughs> let me tell you why we have it. Right. <laughs> um, or like, oh, you're going to do Advent? What is that? You know, <laughs> and then we could talk about it more. I love that. Um, and so that made some really fun memories. So there's a lot of different things you can do for Advent with your kids, with your spouse, with your whoever's over the time yeah. at the time you're doing Advent. <laughs> um, and I've even found it come up in conversations with other people during the season. So it's been a lot of fun, I feel like, um, to be able to do that. Yeah, I love that. And I think it is so important to share with other people like what Advent is because, again, they might not know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like having them over, like, hey, we're, we're just going to have some like Bible study um, and then just like teaching them what Advent means and, and, and you know, preparing our hearts for Jesus um, mm-hmm. is really important. So I love that um, because, again, it is important to, to walk um, in life with community and encourage each other um, in this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And if you maybe don't have time to do it every day, don't feel discouraged. Yeah. I missed a day this week. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't. <you> know? <laughs> and so, um, you just pick up where you left off or you try to, you know, you may skip a day and, and keep going, but don't get discouraged or don't be like, I'm just not going to do it anymore. Cause yeah. like you got behind just like jump back in. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid. Um, you will still understand even if you, and that's true with really any book that you're doing, whether you're doing the She Reads Truth with, with us or another book, um, you will still understand even if you skip a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I wanted to share a little something um, that our um, pastor talked about today, and it's it's about Christmas and all of that stuff. And um, we were reading in Isaiah, Isaiah 9, um, verses 1 through 7, um, and it talks about, you know, Jesus being born and who he's going like who who he's going to be um and so then I like wrote in my little devotional book or whatever I was like who is this baby like who is Jesus right and Isaiah you know breaks it down a little bit so he calls him wonderful counselor mighty God eternal father and prince of peace um and I love that again because when we're preparing our hearts for Jesus's birth um Jesus's birthday like we want, I want everyone to know, and like myself too. Like, who is this baby that came, on you know, to the earth and died on the cross for us? And he is a wonderful counselor. Like he involves himself in our lives. Like he wants to listen. He wants to be there for us. He is the mighty God. He has authority over everything. He has authority over our lives, this world, um, and he is eternal Father and Prince of Peace. Like he will give us this peace that like surpasses all of understanding um and 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 we can rest in that um and and I just today when I was like sitting in church I was like oh my gosh like I know who Jesus is and I know what he's done but it's so good to just like break it down um like that and just and I also thought today like you know Isaiah in the Old Testament 
you know, was talking about Jesus that was coming. And then in the New Testament, you see that, like, what he said was going to happen, which was inspired by God, happened. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, that has just been, like, wrecking my world lately because, I don't know, I don't love reading the Old Testament. I I don't know if it's, like, because I just don't understand it as much as I, like, the New Testament's been much easier to, like, read. But God, like, recently has given me such a love for the Old Testament because it's so beautiful how he had a plan all throughout. Mm -hmm. um, And you can see when you read the Old Testament um, and then you, then you read the New Testament, it's like, that is what God had planned for our lives. And, again, God sent Jesus to die on the cross for us um, on, you know, quote-unquote, like, Christmas Day. I mean, we say that that's what it is. But anyways, and so I just wanted to share that because as we're talking about Advent, as we're talking about preparing our hearts for his arrival, I just want us to know, like, who is arriving? Like, who is this baby, this G, you know, that we're like talking about and who we're longing for. Um, so I, I think it's important to remind ourselves like who Jesus is and what he's going to do in our lives and what he's already done on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, we were talking about this earlier, but sometimes the holidays can be difficult for some people. Yeah. Maybe you have kind of a bad memory of something that happened around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Like, I was sharing with Isabella, like my grandmother passed away at Thanksgiving time. So we kind of spent between Thanksgiving and Christmas, like divvying up her stuff, Mm -hmm. like selling her house, like, Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of a painful, somber Thanksgiving Christmas time Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, that people didn't, we didn't really talk about it either, you know? Um, And that was something we just, I had to process or whatever. Um, And so coming into the holiday season, you know, we can be reminded of the things that maybe, like, we're without or, um, you know, a, a family member who's not there anymore or whatever. Um, but um, at church tonight, I was so touched um, by a little skit that was done, and it was talking about those things, and um, just, it was kind of a person's prayer of, of Lord, like, how do I get through this, mm. you know, knowing, um, this tragedies happened and, and those kind of things. But then, um, being reminded and looking at scripture, um, that God takes the difficulty, the ugly, the not beautiful things, and he turns them into beautiful things. Mm. And I feel like that was kind of a theme that I saw, in this week's reading as well that mm-hmm. I that I really loved and I really resonated with day five. It, it was talking about uh, the line in that song, born to set thy people free. And, you know, I want to be free of the pain that I may feel on the holidays. Mm-hmm. I want to be free of the sadness of the world or whatever. You know, I mean, you can sometimes get overwhelmed that there's not peace on earth, even though we sing about peace on earth all the time. It Christmas time or we can be overwhelmed with Mm. just seeing other people hurting Mm. during the season yeah you know um but you know what Jesus was born to set everyone free like he he gave us freedom um and that gives me so much hope to remember that um but I also was reminded reading the the scriptures in day five that this journey to freedom is not absent of trial. Mm -hmm. So it may be difficult 
but he does give us freedom and he will be there with us like through it all. Um, he loves us. He cares about us and he will be there with us. And, um, you know, you were mentioning the Old Testament readings. I've been loving how there's been a great combination of Old Testament and New Testament readings in this I study. And um, it reflected back on, like, the Israelites and things they had been through. And you look at the pattern and you see, oh, you know, the Israelites, they were doubting that God had a better plan for them mm-hmm. later. And God reminded them, remember when I got you out of Egypt and, and you were not slaves? And mm-hmm. I, I made sure that you were not slaves anymore and I gave you your freedom? Yep. And so how much more am I going to, like, take care of you now? Like, mm-hmm. you're doubting me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ooh, that's kind of me oh. sometimes, you know, like I forget how much God has done for me or carried me through a difficult time. Instead, I kind of like wallow in it and be like, oh, what was me? Um, why, are, why are you letting this happen, God? When really um, I need to just be focusing on the Lord. And sometimes we don't understand in the moment, but later on we will have grown, mm-hmm. you know, in it. And even um, She Reached Truth, if you're on, like, the app, um, I think also on the website, they have, like, an area where you can put comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I've been enjoying, like, sometimes interacting in the comments and reading other people's comments. And someone was sharing about a difficult time they had been through, um, maybe last Christmas or something. But they were just talking about, like, it was just a difficult Christmas for them. Like, they didn't feel joyful during that Christmas. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they were kind of, like, mad at God that, like, God wasn't giving them joy. As, because they were like, I'm a Christian, I should feel joyful for this season. But later, they were talking about the different things they learned after that season was over mm-hmm. and how they had, like, they just kept being consistent um, in their prayer, in their reading of the word. And they were like, one of the things I grew in was perseverance. And they were like, you know, I never would have grown in perseverance if I didn't have to go through something mm-hmm. to, like, gain yeah. perseverance, you know. And so I think um, God is also using some of these difficulties, even though we don't like difficulties, we don't like pain, (laughs) but he's using them to help us grow, to help us learn something new, to see something in a fresh perspective, to to love others in a different way than we loved others before, to have empathy for others who are going through things, because now we went through something, so we like can better understand them, you know? So I think there's, there's so many reasons and that... God maybe is allowing something to happen to us in this season. Um, but we can pray for that freedom from, from God. And just, you know, that we can um, be reminded, like, Jesus was born to set his people free. Like, that's a promise we can kind of hold on to and um, be reminded of. And that God has helped us through the past. He will keep on helping us. He will still be there. Um, and he... Uh, you know, will set us free. And even, you know, it talks about that in John 8, um, verse uh, 36. So if the sun sets you free, you really will be free. Such a good reminder. Um, And as we are going into this Advent season, I was just reminded, even just doing each of of the days of, of Bible study, that we need to slow down our pace and think about, you know, what it what is this time really about? And um, if we're using this time to learn something, to grow, to um, praise the Lord, to glorify God, like 
then we are celebrating the season as we should, you know, and um, it may not always look how we want it to look. We may not be able to afford a certain gift we really wanted to give someone or we can't have all the decorations that we wanted. But really, this time is more about like this Advent time, this season of preparing and like waiting and longing for Jesus, you know, and also, when we have memories of this time, we're not going to remember how we decorated our house or how delicious the cookies were at the party or, you know, we're, we're not really going to remember those details. We're going to remember, though, times that we spent with our family reading Advent or the time that we spent doing something for someone else in the community during the season um, or the time that we spent um, talking about Advent with other people or talking about God's word, um, during the season, like those are the things we're going to remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, and as you were talking, I was just thinking again about what I learned today at church and, um, and I wrote in my book and it says, when things go terribly wrong, remember God holds the future and he keeps his promises. Um, and again, that's what you were talking about is that, you know, he, he's a promise keeper. He's going to mm-hmm. hold on to those promises that he, um, has told us about. Um, and you know, I think it's so difficult sometimes, like we have a timetable for what we want his promises, like to like, okay, I want it to be in like a year. Like that's the timetable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, like God doesn't fill his promises on our timetable, but mm-hmm. his, um, and so again, I think we need to remember that and continue to seek him, um, and, and long for the long expected Jesus. We need to continue to long for him and, and remember that whatever you're going through again, like a heartbreak, a loss of a loved one, it's really difficult. And, and how can we find joy in that? is to just remember that he will keep his promises. Um, and we just need to let that sit in our hearts. And again, doing Advent every single day allows us um, to remember that and, and points our hearts um, back to him. So I definitely, um, I feel that I agree with all that. Um, and so, yeah. One thing I was thinking about, too, as you're talking was, like, what are some maybe practical things we, you, me, our listeners um, can do to kind of keep this, like, heart posture of Advent, you know? Like, um, are there anything, is there anything even in your life, like, you're planning to do maybe outside of this study um, to kind of, to keep this momentum of, of Advent going to... Um, maybe share this uh, excitement of Advent with others um, to um, maybe even enhance our Advent time. I was thinking about when you were talking about your tradition of, of in Colombian culture, like singing songs. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know what? I would love to like kind of go through the lessons and like add some Christmas songs in um, as Peter and I read these, you know, because um, I love the Christmas songs anyway. Um, and I remember doing that some as a family, as a kid, and that was such a special time to sing the Christmas songs. And, you know, we only get to sing so many songs at church and that's just like once a week. Mm -hmm. And in my own life, like I haven't in recent years, I feel like people don't really sing like Christmas songs at Christmas parties anymore or things like that. So like 
bringing that back, I feel like, is one way I would like to kind of um, take Advent out more um, and maybe just, like, incorporating Christmas songs more into, like, activities or things like that because it could be a way to talk about even Advent and Jesus because we could sing something like this song, you know, come thou long expected Jesus and then talk with others about what does this song mean? Why are we singing it? Yeah, yeah. I love I love singing those songs with my family. It's just fun. Bringing little instruments is really fun to all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Some kids would get a little too wild about it, but um, it just made it all really fun. Um, I think for me, I, I was telling Bethany earlier, I don't even know if I should call myself a Grinch, but I just like wasn't really excited about Christmas um, for a long time due to like pain in my heart from different experiences that I've um, encountered during holidays, mm-hmm. um, like particularly Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, and so the Lord's been really working on my heart um, about like just Christmas. And, and so what I've been doing currently, um, also I married Adam who like freaking loves Christmas. Like, I mean, Christmas songs, like, in October. I mean, he's just wild. He he loves it. And, and was, Adam does just break out in song randomly. Yes. So, like, this is not surprising at all. <laughs> he, he does. And he loves it. Um, but, again, I think God has used Adam in my life to give me that, like, renewed, like, you know, Christmas is, is, is a fun season. It's a joyful season. And... You know, I am the reason why we're celebrating Christmas. So I think for me in this season of life, obviously doing Advent with my family has been really important. But just having a fun time, like listening to Christmas music with my family, like cooking or baking and like even putting decorations like has been really a joy to me. Um, And again, it's because I just have that joy again of, of celebrating Christmas with my family um, and I, I would really love to just talk about it more and share what Advent really means. Um, because I feel like some of my friends might not know what it means or like how mm-hmm. we can um, participate in the Advent season to prepare our hearts for, for Jesus. And so I think that would be my challenge for myself is just like to invite people over. Like let's mm-hmm. eat food and like y'all come over and let's just like do some Bible study and hang out. Um, and I think that would be what I want to like moving forward, like, even, like, the rest of the month that we have left and, like, next year is just, like, being intentional about having people over um, and sharing it with other people. Yeah. And um, for our listeners, if you haven't gotten the She Reads Truth Advent book, um, it is available, like, the scripture readings for each day are available online. Um, she Reads Truth has an app. So you can download it for like $3.99. I also have it on my phone on the app because I like to be able to take it on the go. Mm -hmm. I found that a lot of the time, you know, it's while I'm out and I don't have my book. And that's when I have time to maybe do the reading for that day. So like being able to have it on the go has been great. Um, Isabella before has used it on their website and that's actually free. So um, if you felt like, oh man, I missed out or I'm not going to be able to do it because like it's too late to buy the book. Um, they also have a digital copy. So mm-hmm. you can still like buy the digital copy now and follow along like on your iPad or your computer. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to share that in case people decide like, hey, I'd really love to do the study. And, you know, you can find it on their website. You can find it 
um, on the app, and we'll we'll try to share maybe in a, a link um, either in this description here or on our, our Instagram as well, so that way you guys know where to find that if you want to follow along like we've been doing. So our next episode is going to be another Advent episode. You know, we, we publish a new episode out every two weeks, and we would love for you to join us again for Advent Part 2 um, as we share more of what we've been learning in the She Reads Truth Bible study. Um, also, probably sharing some stories from our own Christmas holiday traditions or just funny stories in our lives. Um, but we hope that you will tune in again in two weeks and listen to our part two of Advent. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Soul Besties. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Soul Besties to see more of what we're up to. And join us again for our next episode, which will come out every two weeks.